Hey you, and welcome to another episode of the Western Hippie Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela. I'm here with my co-host, Willard, Willard and Tank, the Corgi. So I had a podcast planned, and it's not working. My brain is just not doing it. I'm not feeling so hot. And I kept trying to force it. And the reality is, this episode means a lot to me, and I really want it to be the best that it can be. And the truth is, it's not going to be the best it can be today. My thoughts aren't working, and I realize I really need to write this one out instead of just doing bullet points and winging it. But I've been learning a lot about myself in the last couple, well, year, especially the last couple months, last couple weeks. And I've learned two things. One, I've been so deep into human design, and I will link my favorite human design app and podcast, and uh, Jenna Zoe is her name. It has helped me so much with learning about my multi-passionate nature and how to work with myself and my energy type a little more like woo-woo. Actually, both the things, both personality tests that I'm going to be talking about is probably a little woo-woo. Um, so when I am feeling like I'm forcing things, it's just never going to work out. So to wait until it's in flow and let it go and then the, or let it flow. Uh, oh, you know, oh no. And then the other thing I've been learning about myself is I have a hard time with creativity and self-betrayal. And I don't know if you've heard the saying, but as within, so without. So a lot of times that when things are reflecting to us on the outside, it's because it's happening on the inside. So I experience a lot of betrayal in my life because I constantly and continually betray myself. So I promised I would sit down and record a podcast today. So we are here doing a very impromptu podcast because this is me not betraying myself, saying that I'm going to do what I said I do, said I would do with raspy voice and everything and just, I don't know. I don't know what we're doing here. So we're here and I hope you find some value out of this episode. But to be honest with you, this episode is kind of for me to keep my commitments to myself and work on that. So actually I did grab, so I'm looking, I'm <laughs> see why the serious podcast wasn't working out today because just the brain she's just not working I need caffeine or something I don't know so I've been reading this book called the life you were born to live and what I'm liking about this book is I don't have to read the whole thing I can go directly to my personality type so I am a 3710 and you can find I actually I took the quiz online so I think there might be a quiz in the book to figure it out if you go to Dan Millman's website, you can just find it. And so my personality type, like I said, is creativity through security with inner gifts, trust through openness, expressionness through sensitivity. And I read just my section the other day and it talked about the creativity and the self-portrayal. And that's one of the things that I'm here to learn throughout this life. And it's kind of crazy how much just by learning this one or two thing can make so much sense. And one of the reasons I think personality tests or whatever get a bad rep is a lot of times we'll take a personality test and then we use it as a crutch when in reality it's supposed to be used as a bridge to get us to where we want to go, but we can't figure out why we can't get across this gap and the gap tends to be a place that we fall short. And so by understanding ourselves, we can then use that personality test to build a bridge to get over that gap. So Maybe we're just going to turn this into an impromptu conversation about personality tests. Yep, that's exactly what we're going to do. Thank you for listening to me ramble and rumble and figure out what we're going to talk about today. So yay, personality test. So yeah, okay. Um, 
let's go. Let's see. My first, my favorite personality test, the ones that I use the most is the Enneagram. I'm just starting on this Dan Millman one, but I'm really excited. I can tell that it's going to be very helpful for me. Human design, which I mentioned, and I've used, I don't know. There's this one test. I think it's called 16 personalities. I didn't find it to be very helpful. I read it and I was like, I knew all those things about myself. Those are the annoyance things that I find about myself. But by all means, just because it wasn't helpful for me doesn't mean that it's not helpful for you. So by all means, uh, yeah, do that. I am not a big fan of the Myers-Briggs. I've never found that to be helpful again because those are things that I knew about myself. I know I'm super introverted. The thinking versus feeling did help me. And for me, again, that's an awareness to kind of learn a different way because let's say I'm an INTJ I I really haven't found that helpful. So what I'm mainly going to talk about is Enneagram human design and human design, because especially in the last year, those have, and just in general, those have been the most helpful for me. So the human design, in my opinion, is the more spiritual. It's founded based on some astrology principles, and I don't know much about it. I'm mainly going to be talking about how it's helped me and then resources to go that way, where to me, the Enneagram is more grounded, more... Uh, based on psychology and how you became the way you did. So human design, like I said, in the last couple months, I am just learning about it and it's blowing my mind because with the like 16 personality tests and the Myers-Briggs, I didn't find it that helpful to help me. And maybe I didn't dive down the right rabbit holes. Totally a possibility. But I didn't find it that helpful to learn how to build that bridge from one side or the other. To me, it was more like, this is how you are, accept it. Where again, I believe that these are things are not supposed to be used as a crutch. They're supposed to be used to build a bridge. So I'm like, you're not telling me how to how to work with my my bullshit. Like that's kind of my big thing is I need to be aware of what my bullshit is and know how to get around my bullshit. And that's where the personality tests come in. It teaches me how to get around my bullshit, not to stay in my bullshit. How many times can I say bullshit in a sentence? Bullshit. I always think of that scene from Matthew McConaughey, like, bullshit mama. Not Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey's who said it. Uh, How to lose a guy in 10 days when they were playing bullshit. Great scene. So I think it's a great scene. But so if a personality test does not tell me how to get around my own bullshit. I don't find it to be useful. I know I'm, like I said, I know I'm introverted. I know I have problems with security. Are you going to tell me how to get around that? Or are you just going to tell me, oh, that is the way you are? Because I don't accept that. No, not even for a second. So the human design, like I said, has really, with my energy type, has really been helping me understand why I'm multi-passionate why, how to leverage that, how to, so one of the other things is I'm a non-specific manifester, which actually made a lot of sense because for the longest time, every time I would sit down to write down my goals list, when I would get super, super specific and most, sorry, Willie, I just totally put my foot on Willie's face. I would go to get specific. You know how when people are writing down or telling you to set goals and stuff, they're like, get super, super specific. I would get so overwhelmed. I would feel so constricted. And then learning that I'm a non-specific manifester, so it's more helpful for me to say, I want a house. Instead of saying, I want a house with X, Y, Z. And it doesn't mean that I can't have some specific attributes. I totally want to wrap around porch with a front porch swing. 
totally want that. But there's certain things about the details I don't care about. I do want to move to a state that has more sunshine than the state I currently live in. But for me to get so specific is I want to have a house in this range with this many bedrooms and this and that. I'm like, no, I want a house with property so I can have my horses. And God's probably going to put like place something in front of me that's even better than I could have imagined. So and my most when I I was planning a trip and I remember that when I had got done planning the trip, it ended up being like $3,000 more than I had planned on being planned on it being. And I only had a month to figure it out. I was like, that's going to be fascinating. But I was just like, nope, God, we're going to make this happen. And it is like it came, it just fell into place better than I could have ever imagined. So this human design is really teaching me how to work with my energy. It goes in, I'll pull up the app. I am, I really like the way Jenna Zoe communicates and talks about things. So I've been diving into her world, I guess. So there's on Instagram specifically, there's Jenna Zoe. These are the ones that I could think of. And then I think it's Erin Claire Jones. And they both have a different way of communicating. So I would say who's ever, and I love both of them, but whoever's energy, follow both or whoever's energy that you align with best. But yeah, Jenna's app's amazing. You do, to find your human design, you do need to know when you were born, where you were born, down to the time. So there's ways if you look Google, no, not Google, YouTube, YouTube. If you go on YouTube there, if you don't know your birth time, there's ways with a pendulum, like I said, a little more woo-woo and esoteric, that you can find how to find what time you were born. I don't know how to do it. YouTube. School of YouTube, because that's how we get through life. So for me, these are just the, like, this is the outline of my energy type and human design. So there's a manifesting generator, a projector, a generator, a manifester, and a reflector. Reflectors, I know, are the most rare. I think manifesting generators, which are I, which is the category I fall into place, is 33% of the population, something like that. So my energy type, manifesting generator, my intuition, so how I should best make decisions is emotional intuition. Like I said, I'm still learning about it. I believe is what that means is if I'm in a good mood and someone asks me to do something, I shouldn't make the decision. I should wait 24 hours and get into a neutral mood and then see how I feel. Where some, some people, I believe it's sacral, can make a decision right on the spot. Or if I'm in a bad mood, I should wait 24 hours and then make the decision. Or, you know, wait till you're in a neutral mood, basically, is what I've taken away from it so far. Like I said, I am not an expert. I'm just trying to explain how it's helped me and to get you curious to learn about it. Um, so that was very helpful for me because sometimes I'll make a decision and then 24 hours later, I just want to hit myself in the forehead and say, like, Michaela, what? what were you thinking? We have enough on our plate. We don't need to add any more on our plate. Why did you say yes? It's like, well, I felt good in the moment. And then it's either I have to cancel the commitment or I resent it so much that it makes me want to sleep for three days. So there's that. Um, and then my personality is five one, which is the challenge solver. So I actually think this is really cool. Um, I was listening to a podcast with Jenna, which I will link on the balance blonde. You can't have like, I can't be a five, five or a one, one or a four, four. It's always the first one I believe is how you perceive yourself. And then the second one is how the outside world perceives you, which I think is very interesting. And then Jenna in this podcast was explaining how it's, 
helps you. Like this can be because some people will say, I'm a manifesting generator, but I show up like this or I'm this and I show up like this. I'm not sure my type is right, but this personality can really play a part in how you show up as your energy type. So I think that's cool. And then my strategy, how I make things happen. And this has been really helpful for me. So when I am seeking out things, it's, and this is part of where this podcast came into play, like why I'm doing this instead of the other podcast is I say that I want to do something and then things come to me and then I respond basically yes or no. And so for me, I want to do this podcast, that podcast. So the podcast that I was supposed to be recording today that we are now doing something different was about the truth about finding your truth. So that podcast will be out. It will be live. Like I said, I just have a few other things. And one of the reasons that I did it is I was like, I want to do this podcast. And then a thought came in was like, you need to write about it first. And I was like, okay, so let's pause today, but let's do a different podcast episode because I said I would. So we're here. And then the uh, my sign, then how I know I'm on the right path is satisfaction. So that was really helpful for me. Not quite as much as this. So my not self, which is how I know why or I'm on the wrong path or doing is frustration, which makes so much sense, which it sounds obvious, right? But there's sometimes there's just that little cue, that little hint of like, something's off. And so for me, I know I got frustrated easily, but I didn't know why. And so now the second that I feel frustrated, I'm like, shoot, what's okay. Where am I off on my path? And that has been super helpful for me because it's like a cue of, Hey, change something like something needs to change, darling. What are you going to change? So I've really enjoyed that. The other thing is my life theme. So my purpose in this life, what I came to accomplish, I don't understand this part really at all because it's left angle cross of informing to. To share and spread information out of your deep care for others. Hence why the podcast is here. So that makes sense. But I don't really, I love to understand how things work and how things like came to be. Don't get that yet. We're working on it. So And then my digestion, which I think this is really cool, the best way for me to eat the way I'm designed to eat, and I'm still working on this, but it makes more sense on why conventional diets don't always work for me. So like for me, my eating pattern, I am totally one of those people that is really cool with eating the same thing all the time. And I didn't understand that that's part of my design. And so in a weird way, having permission, which I shouldn't need, but in this weird way that I do. So to know that my digestive system likes kind of to eat the same foods, it said something like my digestive system energetically is older. So kind of having a monogamous eating pattern. I don't think I said that right. Mm. Anyway, monotone, mono, whatever eating pattern tends to work well for me. So that I really enjoyed learning to know that. And then outer vision, making life more beautiful, I did not put this pattern together about myself until learning about human design. But no matter what I do, I like to say that it looks pretty. So if I'm making a design, I want it to look pretty. If I'm working a horse, I want the horse to look pretty, like how they move and if they're fluid and all of these things and never put that dot together. So for me, that's really cool of when I'm doing something asking how can I make this look pretty or what can I do this in a way that makes it look pretty. And even when I write sentences, like I want my sentences to be pretty. So that was cool. And then my um, 
my emotions, how I feel things, which is emotional. I don't, I don't understand that yet. But anyway, my human design, Jenna Zoe, I'm really loving it. I'm loving the podcast with Jenna Zoe. I just looked her name. She has her own podcast. And for me is what I found helpful. And I'm going to talk about the Enneagram next. Actually, I'm going to talk about the Enneagram last while I was talking. I, there was another personality test I forgot that I have found really helpful. Um, but for me, looking up other manifesting generators has been super helpful. So right now I'm, uh, learning, or I'm listening to a podcast with Jenna Zoe on her podcast. I think it's called the Refrain podcast with another manifesting generator and I'm a five one and she's a five two. So after learning about the lines with Jenna Zoe, that's kind of one thing that I'm looking for is does someone have the same personality lines as me? And cause Jenna said on that balance blonde podcast that it gets overlooked a lot. So anyway, that's what I'm learning about human design. I'm loving it. it. Again, it's like linked with astrology. I think if you're into astrology, you'll like it. And honestly, I listened to an astrology podcast with Deborah Silverman on that sex chick with Alexa's pod, that sex chick on her podcast. And I loved it. I never thought I would be into human or into astrology. But then after listening to that, after I get done with my deep dive in human design, I'm, I might test out the astrology a little bit. Never thought I would say that. I love being a Virgo, but even the little things that Deborah was talking about, how our May, our sun sign, see, don't, yeah, but like our main sign, which is, so mine's Virgo. And then we have our rising sign, which is our higher self. And then we have our moon, moon sign. And now I can't remember what the moon sign is or what it represents. But even just knowing, oh, my Virgo is my ego. And then I Aries would be my higher self. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. I know my moon sign is Taurus, but I can't remember. I can't remember what the moon sign does now. So anyway, that was super cool. So yeah, I'm really enjoying that. It's really helping me about permission. I think the biggest thing with the manifesting generator is how multi-passionate we are and giving myself permission not to follow a path, but to create my own path. And it was so interesting because every time someone would tell me to just follow the wheel, I would feel this big stab in my heart. I'm like, I feel like I'm betraying myself if I follow somebody else's path and I can never figure out why. And then learning about human design, I'm like, oh, because I'm designed to make new paths, not to follow or reinvent the wheel. So that was cool. Anyway, moving on. So the other personality test, which I forgot about because I haven't, once I knew it about myself, I was like, oh, okay, cool, was the Gretchen Rubin's Four Tendencies Framework. Again, there's a free test online. And one is, so I'm a questioner. So there's the upholder. And I think the tagline for it is, I can't remember, but it's like they will, the upholder holds themselves to a high standard no matter what. They meet both outer and inner expectations. The obliger will meet outer expectations really well, but struggle with inner. So I think the example Gretchen Rubin uses on, I want to say it was Rachel Hollis's podcast, was the upholder, if they decide they want to go run, they're probably going to have a really easy time going to run, whether they have a running buddy or not, because they're meeting both those outer and inner expectations. The obliger if that person wants to start running, they're going to need a running buddy or some sort of outer accountability because they do really well meeting outer expectations, but struggle with inner expectations. The questioner needs to have a good reason. So they can meet both outer and inner expectations, but they have to have a good reason why. 
And for me, it was kind of funny because my dad and I used to get into these little arguments about he, when we were working in the fields, he would say like, when I say jump, you say how high. And I was like, I need to know why. Where are we jumping? How high are we jumping? How long are we jumping? Like, what is the reason for all of this jumping? And he was just like, kid, (laughs) it's just, it was so interesting once I learned that and then explaining to my dad, I have to know why. I will jump. You have to give me a reason why because I have to know if it's worth my energy or not. And then the last one is the rebel. And it's, I can't, you can't make me do it, but I can't make myself do it either. And I believe one of the things that Gretchen Rubin said was like a good way to get a rebel to quit smoking and say like, I bet you can't do it. And that's kind of how they have to treat themselves too. So that was super helpful for me with habit forming, learning how to, if I wanted to create a new habit with that. So if you have never looked into that personality test, highly recommend it. The last personality test that I want to talk about is the Enneagram. And the Enneagram to me, it's more grounded. It's more of a, this is how I developed as a human being. And one of the biggest things that I've learned with Enneagram, and to me, the only Enneagram expert worth going to that I have found across the internet, I'm sure there's many, but I've not come across every single expert, is Tracy O'Malley on the Leadership Formula podcast is mind boggling. And the reason I believe Tracy is more powerful than any other Enneagram expert is how her ability and gift to type people. So I'm going to be reciting what Tracy said. And like I said, go to her podcast, go to her Instagram. She's really good about responding to DMs. Send her a DM, dive into her work, get a typing session. Enneagram, if you're into it, you've got to go check this woman out because the biggest problem with Enneagrams is the typing. So with Enneagram, so I'm an Enneagram six. I was typed as a one and a three. So the biggest difference on what Tracy found is it's not necessarily the how you're showing up in the world. It's why you are showing up the way you are or why you do the things you do. So it's not necessarily what you, that's a better way to say it. It's not necessarily what you're doing. It's why you're doing it. And most people get typed on what they're doing and not why they're doing it. So what is your motivator, your motive, your driving force to do the things you do? So I have very perfectionistic tendencies. It's like, oh, well, you're a one, obviously. Well, but why am I a perfectionist? Am I a perfectionist to be a perfectionist? No, I'm a perfectionist for safety and security reasons. I want things to be perfect so that I feel safe and I feel secure. I got typed as a three. Well, a six in stress goes to a three. So if I'm in stress and I'm taking an Enneagram test, I'm very likely to get typed as a three, but that's not why I'm doing what I'm doing. And then the other ways that people get typed wrong is if you have a really strong wing. So when I'm stressed out specifically, I've noticed I lean very heavily on my seven wing, which is the enthusiast. So I'll randomly get really funny. Or if I feel like there's tension in the room, I crack a joke, which is so interesting. But if I was in a stressful situation and trying to be funny, I might get typed as a seven. And I honestly thought, so the reason I had Tracy type me is I was typed as a one. And then I was listening to Tracy's podcast and she was describing a five, which is my other wing. And I was like, I'm a five. And the thing she said is you could get so lost in your own thoughts, you can't find your way out. And it nailed me to a T and it was 
crazy, but I have a really strong five wing. But the reason I dive so deep into information is not to know the information like a five necessarily would, but again, it's for that safety and security reason. And one of the reasons I would also maybe resonate with a five more is there's three different triads in the Enneagram. So the um, nine, eight, and one is in the gut triad. The two, three, and four is in the heart triad. And then the five, six, and seven is in the head triad. So I can't remember exactly what the Enneagram. I believe that's how you tend to make your decisions um, is do you use your gut? Do you lean on your gut? Do you lean into your heart? Do you lean into your head? And it's kind of interesting because in human design, I'm emotional. And then I'm like, I feel like my spiritual is emotional, but my human, and this may sound weird, but if you think about the, I love the saying, we're humans having a spirit, we're spiritual beings having a human experience. So the part of me that's more human goes to my head and the part of me that's more spiritual goes to my gut and learning how to navigate both. And usually if I'm making decisions in my head, it's because I'm looking for safety and security and not necessarily what's best for me. So having both of those, that knowledge has been super helpful. But the Enneagram going back to the analogy with building a bridge has been the most helpful for me as far as knowing how to get around my own bullshit. Because again, with knowing that I do things out of safety and security, it's been a really big help on like, okay, why don't I want to do this? Why don't I want to go for this? It's like, well, you're valuing safety and security more than your future or more than your life. Or even Knowing like if I'm going to go for this, I need to build a little bit of a safety net in and knowing how to get around my own head. And so those three things off the top of my head on this really random impromptu podcast have been the most helpful things for basically understanding myself, knowing how to get around my own bullshit. And then really, I think just having more self-compassion too, because I think this is a sixth thing too, is I can be really, really hard on myself. And so instead of being so hard on myself that I don't get anywhere, but it's like understanding myself to get around myself and not letting it make me a victim and also not not making myself the bully and finding, again, that happy spot in the middle. So anyway, that is my impromptu podcast that turned into the personality test podcast. So anyway, thank you for being here with me today. I got to go pick up a little, four, not so little 14-year-old boy to take him to work and yeah, that's it. Thank you so much for tuning in. And um, I don't have a sign off yet. And my brain is still not working. So I hope you have a wonderful day. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave a review. Let me know if this was helpful. Let me know what you want to see next. And yeah. Okay. Goodbye.